Welcome to the Talk with Clads podcast. Your host is Katie Ann, an island girl on a journey with her guests to learn about their backgrounds, businesses, passions, experiences, life lessons, and wins. Come and laugh, cheer, learn, and plan with us. My friend, take some time to come and talk with Clads. Hello world, welcome to Talk with Clads. My name is Katie Ann and I will be your host for today. We have a special guest. Her name is Crystal and it's from, is it KS Lore? It's such yes. a unique name. Did I say it right? Yes, you did. Okay, we have Crystal from KS Lore Furniture. So Crystal, introduce yourself to the audience. Hey everybody, my name is Crystal. I'm part owner of KS Lore Furniture in rural Palm Beach, Florida. We're a brand new store. We've been open for about a year. We just had our one year grand opening anniversary in August. So we're excited to bring something new, something modern to the city. Ah, well, welcome, welcome, welcome. And we are very, very excited to speak with you on Talk with Clads. Tell us a little bit about your company and the services and products that you currently provide. So my company is a furniture store. We're a home furniture store. We sell all home furniture, living room, dining room, bedroom furniture, mattresses, chandeliers, and home decor. And do you offer any services like uh, for it? I took a look at your website, and one of the things that I saw was that you do offer financing. Yes, so we do offer financing. We work with three different financing companies. We work with three different ones just to give our customers a wider range of options and uh, a bigger range um, and availability for them to get approvals. We work with ASEMA. We work with SNAP Financing and also with American First Finance. So that gives the customers options for 90 days, almost same as cash. They're able to lease their products until they can actually pay them off. Okay. So how did the idea for your business come about? So I have a partner who I actually partnered up with for the furniture store. Both of us love all things home decor <laughs> and bling. If you've ever been into our store, you see that we have a lot of modern home decorations and home furniture and also lots of bling. So we decided to open up a modern furniture store. We kind of realized that there is a niche in the market that would, in Palm Beach County, they were kind of lacking modern furniture in the area. So instead of being able to go to your bigger stores, we decided to open up a mom and pops or a family owned business. Okay, well, that's great. So was this something that you planned or it just was just a conversation and it just happened? Oh, it was just a conversation, actually, and it just happened. My mom actually has been in the furniture industry for over 27 years. So I always kind of had the idea that I wanted to open up a retail store, but I wasn't sure which direction I wanted to go in. So it just kind of fell into place with her having that background in furniture and being able to kind of guide me and help me out with the vision. Ah, right. So you had that influence from your mom. So what makes your business, you know, you said that there was a niche, especially in Palm Beach County. Like what makes you different from your competitors, let's say a bigger box store, like a rooms to go or like a city furniture? So we're kind of like a broker for home furniture and home furniture design. Instead of us just working with one manufacturer, which is typically what a lot of the bigger stores do, we work with over 46 different wholesale vendors. So we are able to bring every different style furniture from contemporary to modern to the farmhouse look. It's not just one specific market brand that we promote to. We pretty much promote to everybody and we carry something that I'm almost sure everybody would love. Okay. So what's the turnaround time if you offer such a huge variety for your customers? 
So how we do things is we only sell in-stock items. Our store is a little different than other stores. A lot of stores, especially with the pandemic and everything that was going on with COVID and the containers being held up at the ports, they were selling a lot of merchandise that they did not have in stock. So we decided to do something a little different so our customers didn't have to wait months and months for their furniture products to be delivered. We decided to only sell in-stock merchandise. So that means that customers have a two to three week turnaround time. And a lot of times they can get their merchandise next day. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Because I know like there's was a I looked at furniture in November and I think they were giving me like a March to April. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) To wait for furniture. Yeah. The wait time was actually pretty terrible when we first opened. So we kind of went into the business knowing that there was issues at the port as far as the container loads and and certain things entering into the the state, knowing that there's like a longer wait time. But we decided to work with the merchandise that we actually had in stock, and it actually worked out well for us. So that way our customers didn't have to wait so long to get the products that they were purchasing. Yeah, and I'm sure it enhanced the customer service and the customer experience. So speaking of the customer experience, give us a glance of like, what a customer experience is once they walk in the door to the day they get their furniture. So as soon as they walk in, they're greeted immediately. We do have our sales associates that work the floor and they give you that one-on-one experience that you can get in other places, but it's a little bit different with us. We work with you from the beginning to the end. And a lot of customers actually bring in different ideas. I know social media, as far as Instagram and Facebook, you have like a lot of inspiration photos and pictures of different bedrooms and living rooms and dining room areas. A lot of that furniture products that they do see online, we do carry. So it's a market where we're able to bring to life these photographs that they're actually seeing online or on social media through pages that they may follow. And we're able to bring it directly into their own home. So that's really good. So they can use their Pinterest board, come to the furniture store. (laughs) Hey, this is, and you know what? I mean, I've been following like a lot of TikTok trends right now. And you will see like how you want your home or, you know, cleaning or whatever. So that's really, really a good idea where someone could probably bookmark it and bring it in and say, hey, do you have this? And, and, and you know, you're able to provide it if possible. So definitely one of the things that I loved hearing you say was that your influence was your mom. So what gave you that push or she could guide you into being in that in the furniture industry? What gave you that push into being an entrepreneur? You know, one of the hardest things to do is to actually jump. (laughs) We all kind of get close to the ledge, but we always get so scared to jump. So it's a lot easier when you know that you have somebody who's going to have your back. My partners have also been really great as well. So, you know, when you have that cushion, you know, you get to the edge of the cliff and you're like, all right, this is my biggest fear. You're like, okay, well, at least I have a good foundation that can catch me if anything. And if I get to a certain position or a certain place where I'm kind of, you know, I'm in a hiccup area. I'm able to kind of maneuver a lot easily having somebody that is behind me that has so much experience. Okay, yeah. And so how do you make sure that what, that your business ideals are aligned with your personal ideals? Well, I like to say that every customer has a different palate. <laughs> it's kind of like eating out at a restaurant. So everybody's needs and wants are completely different. There's no same customer. Every person that walks through the door, they have a different want or need or they have a different look. Coming from a Caribbean background and also being American, I'm kind of able to navigate through you know, the different cultures of people that live in the area. 
what Palm Beach County itself is like a huge melting pot, which I actually grew up here, by the way. <laughs> so you're, you're a so, local, which is very rare in Florida. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Floridian. <laughs> so before we opened up the store, we did a lot of research and we researched the area. We researched the furniture stores that were around that were similar to ours. And we really wanted to provide something that like completely opposite of what those stores had, which is unfortunately modern furniture is really hard to find in this area. Um, I know we have a lot of moms and pops or smaller furniture stores in Miami-Dade and Broward County that do carry some similar items that we have. But in our specific area in Palm Beach County, we have a completely different catalog of items that we do sell. So we're able to maneuver through the city as far as you have different demographics of people that come in and also be able to cater to their needs. Yeah, that's really important to know how to tap into diversity. Which, yes, definitely. Um, yeah, sometimes if businesses, organizations, they can't pivot to match, you know, we are a diverse group and what the needs mm-hmm. are, then, you know, that can become a stumbling block. So navigating those different paths, I know at times it can be draining. So what keeps you motivated? The success of seeing my store succeed keeps me motivated. <laughs> <laughs> I come from a background of um, what we would consider the nine to five life, yep. you know, and so being an entrepreneur and being able to own your own business or your own storefront thus far in my life has been one of my, my biggest accomplishments. So there's nothing like waking up in the morning and knowing that, you know, what you're going to belongs to you and what you're working towards belongs to you. The reward definitely outweighs the risk. Once you actually take that leap and you decide that, you know, you want to move forward and you want to do whatever it is that your heart is desiring to do at the moment. It's just a matter of knowing that every day that I wake up, that I'm going to go into my own store that I own and the customers that are coming in, you know, and the sales that I make are benefiting me and my staff at the end of the day. That's really, really, really motivating. So (laughs) before you started, like what's one thing that you wish that you would known before starting this journey of having your own store and you know I like to say just be a boss I know you have partners but you at the end of the day it's yours I think I may have wished that I knew how to maneuver when it comes to the inventory issues that we had initially in the beginning of COVID it was so hard to be able to cater to those customers needs when you're working with such a limited inventory We've been really blessed now that the ports are open (laughs) and all containers have been cleared. So these manufacturers that we work with, these wholesalers, they're now almost 80 to 90 percent full with stock. You know, we were working with maybe 10 to 15 percent last year at this time and we had just opened. So I think that was a major challenge for us. And uh, now we're able to kind of jump through those hoops since we have way more inventory to work with when the customers come into shop. Very good. So on the flip side. What has been your best experience so far? What lessons did you learn from it? And how do you intend to apply it to what you're doing now? I love people. (laughs) I'm a people person. Anybody that's known me or met me, I do really well when it comes to people. And I think one of the best things that have happened since I've opened the store is just the wide range of different people that I've come in contact with. I've built friendships or business relationships with customers who have came back, returning customers who have came back to shop with me. And I think those things are some of the most amazing feelings. You know, you can sell a product to someone. For example, if you're selling T-shirts, you can sell a T-shirt to someone and, you know, never see them again. 
a lot of my customers, even on their days off or if they're going next door to purchase food or to get their nails done, they'll stop by just to say hi. I think those relationships are kind of what keep me motivated and keep me going. And those are the things, those are the connections that I think that I hold on to that keep me grounded. You know, they give me the most joy. Yeah. I agree with you 100% because relationships are so important in everyday life in terms of be it if you own your own business or if you're an employee for someone because you never know where those relationships will take you and sometimes it's the ones mm -hmm. that you've established that you don't even think a lot off that exactly in the future they you're like well hold on I remember and it's one of those things that just blossom into something that's really 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 important do you want to provide a memorable experience at your event Book Pinbounce at 561-727-5488. Pinbounce offers bounce houses, cotton candy machines, tables, chairs, and other event services in Palm Beach County, Florida. We offer all you need in one place. Follow us on social media using at Pinbounce and to book your event, call us at 561-727-5488. Remember, we put the P in party with the Pinbounce touch. Go! Clad's Resources and Consulting values its customers. Our Planner Footsteps to My Vision is a 13-month planner that can be used for five years. It walks you through SMART goals, SWOT analysis, action planning, and holds you accountable through three monthly check-ins. We work only with top quality materials, innovative designs, and verified suppliers which are guaranteed to deliver to our high expectations because when it comes to our customer satisfaction, there's no room for compromise. Made with high quality PU leather and paper planner helps you focus on achieving your goals by giving you a sense of personal and professional satisfaction. Some of the amazing features of this product, vision board planner, luxury pen, eight gigabyte USB flash drive, wireless mouse, ultra elegant packaging box, available in five stunning colors, black, red, gold, pink, navy blue. Material, PU leather, 13 month planner, elastic band for easy handling. Our footsteps to my vision is available at Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, our website, and at Walmart. You may also follow us at www.cladsresources.com, Instagram, Clads Resources, Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash Clads Resources forward slash. You're listening to Talk with Clads. Find more resources online at cladsresources.com. Now back to the show with your host, Katie Ann. Going back to, you know, like entrepreneurship, a lot of people are, they're afraid of like taking that step and they're afraid to, you know, they're like, oh, it's so challenging. So many people believe that being an entrepreneur is, is challenging to the point that they may be overwhelmed and it's too much for them to handle. So why do you think people believe that? I think a lot of people dream to be entrepreneurs, especially with social media these days. Doing TikToks and doing YouTube videos essentially is entrepreneurship. You have to create a following. You have to make people subscribe. I think the biggest thing is that people feel like they don't want to step outside of their comfort zone because they don't want to fail. The majority of businesses within the first three years, they shut down. 
So holding on to that thought and thinking, okay, well, what if that's going to be me could prevent a lot of individuals who could be successful in business from actually wanting to start up or investing all their money and their assets and their, you know, their liquid income into an actual business itself. So I think that it's the fear factor, you know, and I think we all kind of have it, especially if you're used to working for someone or, you know, you're a nine to fiver, as we would like to call them. I think that prevents people from actually taking that leap of faith. But I think with social media, it's kind of opened up a lot of people's eyes and it's allowed people to explore different talents and different things within them that they never knew probably even existed. Today, I know so many different entrepreneurs that do so many different things. And it's kind of amazing to see, you know, people are actually walking in their purpose and they're trying to do something else besides, you know, the typical career path that we kind of were raised to to follow, you know, go to college, (laughs) become a doctor, become a lawyer, you know, we're actually now taking risks and we're doing so many other things like you with your podcast. We're doing so many different things outside of the realm of what people would consider the norm. We can get to the edge of the cliff and we can take that actual leap of faith and we can say, you know what? Let's just jump and whatever happens, happens. You never know. You can get far. You may fail, but you got to get back up and try again. Without risk, there's no reward. (laughs) So I kind of live by that. Yes. Why do you think that people are so afraid of making mistakes? A lot of times we're scared of what our friends or our family may think. You know, a lot of times if you fail and people find out about your failure, you know, people tend to judge you or look down upon you. So I think that may implement as to why people are so scared, you know, or people have that fear to just say, you know what, I'm going to put everything that I have into this business or something that I think that I love or I want to do. Yeah. And they say fear is the biggest inhibitor to someone's growth. So what is your biggest fear when it comes on to business? And how do you manage that? Well, I think my biggest fear would be the unknown. (laughs) Every day to me, when you wake up in the morning, obviously we're we're blessed to be awake, but you don't know what the day is going to bring. With business, you have your good days and you have your bad. You just pray for better days than, you know, worse days. But I think for me, the biggest fear is the unknown, especially with having a new business. You know, when you're going in, nobody knows who you are. You have to pretty much make your own name and you know, make your own reputation and so on and so forth. So for me, it's just the fear of literally the unknown, not knowing what tomorrow will bring. Will I get customers? <laughs> will my store be empty? I have to continue to put forth as far as like with me, I, you know, I market as much as I can on social media. Social media is a big, plays a big role in the traffic in my store, Instagram, Facebook, sponsored posts, Google. I have a marketing guy who does the SEOs for me. So people are going to be more prone to going to where they're more comfortable or to the bigger names that they trust. So being in that unknown area and trying to build that trust within the community, to me, probably was one of my biggest fears when we were opening up. Yeah. And so what I see like now is a shift because of COVID. So back in the days, you get education and you get a good job. You work there 10 years, 30 years. All right. Different generations now. So the the time is they don't want that hustle mentality anymore. And so you had the, the great resignation where people are moving away from their jobs. Also, there is a shift from bigger brands because they want to support smaller businesses. So you doing the social media, being on Instagram, because a lot of organizations don't understand or businesses that they have to be on social media and market, market, market to go to the next generation, you know. Baby boomers are buying furniture, but the younger ones, they, they want to see an example of what it looks like in their home if they would use it or, you know, for themselves. 
So I think the Google SEO, bringing up your organization name is a great tactic and the social media is definitely a great, great tactic. Most definitely. Yeah. So we spoke about your mom earlier and her influence into for being in the industry. If you could pick three people that are alive, who would you say are your top three influence on your path today? My partner, my business partner is number one. She is my backbone. She's the reason why I have a store. <laughs> She's the one that kind of pushed me off that ledge. I'm one of those people that typically lives in that comfort zone that we just spoke about previously. You know, I um, was comfortable with the nine to five, but it was never something that I always saw myself doing. From a young age, I wanted to become an entrepreneur. I just maybe didn't know the how. Sometimes you don't know the how or the why, or you don't really have instructions on how to do some of the things that you do. And she came into my life and she kind of gave me that direction, kind of gave me that push to say, you know what, we can do this. Let's do this together. And so that's how we were able to open up the business as partners. I would say maybe my grandmother, she's dead, unfortunately. But, um, she passed away a few years back, but she was a big inspiration to me. And she was a hard worker coming here from Jamaica at a young age. And the things that she accomplished in her lifespan were things that, you know, she probably couldn't even have imagined growing up in Jamaica as a young girl. So she was a huge inspiration to me. And the third person, I don't know. <laughs> I can't really think of a third person. I think those two are probably the most important people to me in this lifetime, at least. My mother was a big inspiration as far as her her pushing me and the knowledge that she has over all these years of being in the furniture industry. But I think those two are probably top two most important for me. (laughs) So on that note, then, what's the most sensible thing that they've ever told you? Hmm. My business partner tells me all the time that uh, tomorrow's a new day and tomorrow will be a better day. (laughs) You know, because sometimes it gets rough in business and, you know, you get down on yourself and you're like, man, is this is this for me? (laughs) You know? And then it's so easy to kind of revert to run back to what you're comfortable with. But she's a big reminder that, you know, tomorrow's a new day and tomorrow will be a better day. And the same with my grandmother. They kind of instill the same, the same type of thing. Yeah. I had a person and she's no longer with us once. And she was actually, because I I started as a CNA back in like way, way many moons ago. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that she used to say was never let yesterday use up tomorrow or never Mm -hmm. so that you know just like listen tomorrow is a fresh start yeah put on your big girl panties and and, and go from there versus just worrying about like oh my god now exactly and i do agree that businesses they come in and they fail but you know that's where the motivation and having that support system and different resources come into play so Mm -hmm. Based on what you've experienced so far, like what are some of the resources that you've used that you found very helpful? So because we're kind of like a third party, we do have a lot of items that we purchase. So we buy a lot of bulk items from overseas. We work with some wholesale manufacturers in Turkey and Thailand and China. The best part with us is since we do work with wholesale manufacturers that are local, a lot of their warehouses are in either Miami, Miramar, Tampa, Orlando, we're able to kind of pull merchandise from their warehouses. And I think that those things kind of eliminate some of the stress factor as far as us having like in stock items actually in store in our, like in hand. They carry hundreds and thousands of different items. So if we don't have it or, for example, one manufacturer doesn't carry that product or if they don't have it on hand, 
there's a good chance that there's probably two or three other wholesale manufacturers that we work with that may have either the same item or something similar. So I think that kind of eliminated a lot of the stress that we may have had to take on if we had a lot of in-stock items like in a personal warehouse on the actual grounds itself. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure there's a cost saving, you know, cost. Oh yeah, saving, you know, like the savings cost where you don't have to work. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, yes. definitely. And, and we both know in business finances do matter. So definitely do. What can you do today that you were not capable of a year ago? I have freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I have freedom, and that's something that you cannot buy. Okay, I have staff that work for me. They're amazing. And so I have the actual freedom now to do the things that I need to do or the things that I've always wanted to do without repercussion as far as I don't have to go to a boss anymore and ask for time off or wait till I have a week of PTO, you know, stacked up in order to go on vacation. (laughs) So I have actual freedom now and I got the taste of it and I'm like, I'm never going back. So that's one of the most amazing things with being an entrepreneur. Once you're able to hire staff and have individuals working for you, you have the freedom to either A, put your energy into something else and start another business, or B, just have the freedom to kind of live the life that you always wanted to live without having to ask permission to take a day off because you have a doctor's appointment or maybe for those who have children to, you know, attend their after school activities and so on and so forth. So that freedom is something you can't pay for. <laughs> oh my, you know, I agree with you so much because I kind of got, I came from the nine to five world and had, I won't say I didn't have freedom as I had limited freedom. So I still <laughs> had to ask for some stuff, but not all the time. But being yeah. picked, like I was given that push into entrepreneurship and I kind of feel the same way you do where I'm like, ooh, I actually love yeah. this. You know? And, oh, definitely. And yeah, because here you say, Freedom, freedom for me is like the time to do what I want to do, opportunities to pursue what I want to pursue. Also having the right team obviously does play a part. So I took the freedom, the time and the team because that plays Mm -hmm. a part into your success. So if you had the opportunity to get a message across to a large group of people, what would your message be? Take that risk. Jump headfirst into the unknown. Do something that your heart desires and don't be scared to fail. Failure is a part of life. It's going to happen. We all fail at some point or another. But if you do get to that point, always try to get back up, you know, dust yourself off. And if you're going towards one path and it fails and, you know, you're like, oh my God, it's over. Don't be scared to jump into something new because whatever that is, may it be something new, may be way more successful than that, whatever that was that you, you know, you failed at. So um, take that leap, <laughs> jump off that cliff and, you know, definitely do it head first. You won't know unless you try, yeah. you know, and, and you only regret I think that's things. one of the most important things. Yeah. And you only regret the things that you haven't done. You know, like definitely if you're looking back and go, yeah. I wish I did, you know, because you didn't do it, you know, regret mm-hmm. it. so what wonderful advice for listeners, if you could step into my shoes, what would you ask yourself today that I did not ask you? Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> we touched a lot of different aspects. I can't really think of anything specifically that I probably would ask myself that you didn't ask me. I think you did a pretty good job. <laughs> well, one of the things I'm sure everyone wants to know is where are you located and how can they connect with you? So we're located in Royal Palm Beach, Florida, 1241 North State Road 7. Royal Palm Beach 33411 is the zip code. 
they can follow us on social media. And we actually have a website as well. Our website is www.kslorefurniture.com. That's K-S-L-O-I-R furniture.com. Um, we're also on Instagram. You can follow us at kslore underscore furniture. And we're on Facebook too. So kslore furniture as well. Okay. The telephone numbers, if they want to call. Oh, the telephone number. That's 561-370-3191. All right. So please go and check KS Lower Furniture. I feel like I'm butchering the name. Um, <laughs> and Crystal, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for just speaking about your business and sharing your journey with us. Great advice. We would love to have you back. I, I felt like I'm taking notes and learning while you're speaking too, because you can always learn from someone else. You know, I, I say you're never too old to stop learning. So I absolutely love it. Love listening to you. So thank you everyone for listening. Please go follow KS Lower Furniture, visit the website, call the telephone number. And thank you for taking some time to talk with Clads. Bye guys. Thanks for listening. Find us on social media at Clads Resources and online at www.cladsresources.com. Our planner, Footsteps to My Vision, is also located on our website or on Facebook, Instagram, or Amazon. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep creating your footpath to your vision.